Good morning from the Financial Times. Today is Thursday, March 2nd, and this is your FT News Briefing. Salesforce finally caught a break, and the world's biggest hedge fund is shrinking. Plus, Chinese exporters are turning on the charm. We'll take a look at whether it's working. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. The business software company Salesforce is battling activist investors who have been unhappy with the failing stock price and want to shake things up. Yesterday, Salesforce got a win. It said fourth quarter earnings beat Wall Street's revenue expectations, and the company forecast a stellar 2024. Shares soared. To find out what this means for the company, I'm joined by the FT's venture capital correspondent, George Hammond. Hi, George. Hey, how you doing? So, George... Investors love this. I mean, the the stock shot up as much as 16% after the bell. What was all the optimism about? So the company's been having a bit of a tough time. As you mentioned, there's these activists who got into the the stock in recent months. There's been this increasing pressure on Salesforce, and I think that comes against the backdrop of declining share price, growth has been slowing down, and Salesforce's story for the 25, 24 years that it's been uh, and business has been kind of growth, growth, growth. So with that slowing, there has been more scrutiny, more pressure. And, and I think the story has become a little bit tricky for the company and its founder, Mark Benioff. So the kind of structural thing that's going on underneath this is that the company has shifted its emphasis. So Benioff was very clear on the call post earnings call that they're moving from uh, the growth orientation to focus much more intently on profit. He actually had this great phrase. He said, You all know that we've never had an efficiency focus in the company before because we've had 24 incredible years of where we've had to just grow, grow, grow. Are there any specifics on how the company is going to do this? So I think, I mean, there are the cuts they've already mentioned. I think that is going to help with margins. So laying off 8,000 staff, obviously fairly significant in that and reining in some spending as they've looked to grow in, in recent years, and that's been the, the focus of the company, that has obviously you know, it, it had an impact on margins. And as they rein that in, I think that's where a lot of the growth is going to come from. They are talking very excitedly, as is everyone else in the Valley, about uh, the impact of AI on their software. So that could play a role as well. On the call, Benioff didn't get uh, that much more specific. So we might have to wait and see where the rest of those um, gains come from in the operating margin. So this is a nice moment for Salesforce, but is it going to actually get activist investors like Elliott Management off of Benioff's back? Well, I guess the play for these activists who bought in with the stock price having come down a a tremendous amount from its 2021 peak was that, I mean, the worst case scenario was that they'd buy in, depress share price, things would improve, and they earn a fair chunk on that. And and already this year, before yesterday's aftermarket trading, the stock was up 25%. So that has been a successful strategy. That said, the likes of Elliott Management are not not really minded to buy into a company and just ride a share price increase. They're lobbying for board seats. They've they've nominated a slate of directors for the board uh, ahead of the earnings call. And I suspect they will keep the pressure on to drive efficiency faster and harder than... Benioff might perhaps want to. So I think while the results on Wednesday are definitely a big vindication of Salesforce's strategy so far and probably by some 
buy some time and respite for the company. I, I don't expect this to completely quell the activists, no. George Hammond is the FT's venture capital correspondent. Thanks, George. Thanks very much, Mark. The largest hedge fund in the world, Bridgewater Associates, is undergoing a huge shakeup. Actually, it's the biggest shakeup since founder Ray Dalio gave up control last October. In a memo to clients and staff yesterday, CEO Nir Bardia announced the company is cutting 8% of its workforce, and it's putting a cap on its flagship investment fund. Here's the FT's Ortenza Ali on why Bridgewater is doing this. So this has been a pretty frequent problem in hedge funds, which is size and how to make money. The the bigger you get, the more difficult it is to be nimble. So because you're moving a ton of assets uh, at the same time, if the market moves against you, which it did for Bridgewater in the end of 2022, it can be much harder to unwind those positions or to move out of those positions. So being smaller makes it easier to exit certain positions when you look like you're into trouble. Right. So does anything about Bridgewater's situation say something bigger about how hedge funds are doing right now? I think what it shows is that it has been more precarious on the succession issue, which is an issue for a lot of the funds that is coming up, these sort of former masters of the universe. You know, you have Izzy Englander, you have Paul Singer, who was sort of known as titans of the industry. They're getting older. And at some point, they, like Dalio, are probably going to have to seek control and hand over the reins of the funds. So I think it raises questions about how well this can be done, because for Bridgewater, it was a very long, drawn-out process. Hortensa Aliai is the FT's mergers and acquisitions correspondent. Chinese factories are trying to recover from three years of harsh COVID-19 lockdowns and a collapse in global demand that came with it. So Chinese factory owners and exporters are now on a global charm offensive to try and win back customers. So they're going overseas, going to these trade fairs and trying to encourage um, retailers to take them back on. That's the FT's South China correspondent, Primrose Reardon. She says local governments are in on the marketing push as well. At the moment, a lot of local governments, um, because they're worried about the hit to their local economies, have also organized these delegations to go overseas Um, and bring with them a whole lot of different exporters and factory owners with them um, to go to trade fairs, especially across Europe and the US. This is obviously come at the same time that um, the US has been encouraging companies to diversify their supply chains out of China. And there's been a lot of talk globally about decoupling. And so Chinese factories are trying to woo back some of the customers that they lost because of not only these geopolitical issues, but some of these demand and also the um, COVID isolation issues as well, where they've been cut off from the world. So are there any signs that it's working? Primrose says, yeah. Well, at least for some of them. One Glasses logistics company told us that they had had a really uh, quite a strong uptick in orders as a result of a trip to Italy. Others are finding it slightly more difficult, especially considering the um, economic dramas that are going on abroad. 
but um, definitely some of them are seeing that this has actually had quite a good impact for them and they have starting to get back some of these customers. But um, it really depends on the industry and some in things like electronics and other industries are finding it a little bit more difficult. Primrose Reardon is the FT South China correspondent. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Hi, this is Matt. And Sean. From Two Black Guys. With good credit. From a local business to a global corporation. Partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash banking for business to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024. Give them a gift they'll never forget, because they'll still have it years later. American Giant makes clothes that just keep getting better with age. Like their iconic full-zip hoodie that's designed to last for decades. Because a gift they'll wear for years is a gift that keeps on giving. So be a gift-giving giant this holiday season at American-Giant.com. And get 20% off your first order when you use code GRATEFULAG23. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com. Code GRATEFULAG23.